gifts and talents so that we may find our way. I know that each of us finds exactly what we're looking for. I know that this time together is blessed and is a blessing. Knowing that my word has power and strength and conviction, I simply release it knowing that it is already so. And together we affirm it by saying, and so it is. is. Amen. Amen. Good morning. I guess that means I'm on. Good morning. Welcome to Mystic, Welcome to Mystic Heart. Uh, my name's Reverend Diana Johnson, and I am the pastor and spiritual director of Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. And so I welcome you home this morning as a part of our Zoom reunion. <laughs> we are taking one week uh, down, dark here at uh, Mystic Heart, to allow for the passing of our first ever COVID cases that have come through our community. They have been minor, thank God. And um, as you can see, I'm fine, <laughs> doing well. So welcome this morning. And uh, so to aid in the healing today, we're going to do more of a, just a message and music and meditation-based service. And so we begin today with a little bit of music to aid in the healing and to allow you to settle into sort of a quiet and sacred space for this service. We shall be known by the company we keep, by the ones who circle round to tend these fires. We shall be known by the ones who sow and reap the seeds of change alive from deep within the earth. It is time now it is time now that we thrive it is time we lead ourselves into the well it is time now and what a time to be alive in this great turning we shall learn to lead in love in this great turning we shall learn to lead in love. We shall be known by the company we keep, by the ones who circle round to tend these fires. We shall be known by the ones who sow and reap the seeds of change alive from deep within the earth. It is time now, it is time now that we thrive. It is time we lead ourselves into the well. It is time now, and what a time to be alive in this. 
this great turning we shall learn to lead in love in this great turning we shall learn to lead in love we shall be known by the company we keep by the ones who circle round to tend these fires we shall be known by the ones who sow and reap the seeds of change alive from deep within the earth it is time
so grateful for the healing of each and every one of our community members, for the healing of all of those in our greater community and in our world. We follow ourselves even more deeply into this state of peace. We take a moment to acknowledge our connection to the global community. Envisioning a web of consciousness that encompasses the earth and knowing that every being is a point of God's radiant light. And so I invite us to each feel that light radiating from within, that divine spirit. Knowing that every human being, every creature, every plant, every rock and grain of sand, every drop of water is just bursting with spirit's radiant light. That the soil and the water and the wind and the clouds and every star in the sky, every galaxy in the cosmos, all of it is an expression of the divine. I know you can see it in your mind's eye. You can feel it. When we're in this state of awareness, we cannot help but know our oneness. We are not only connected to one another as separate beings, we are all expressions of the same light. We offer the benefit of our prayer and meditation today and the benefit of our visioning to the whole, to God in all of their expressions. In deep faith that through our unity every one of us is being lifted. We acknowledge our responsibility to one another as human family and as caretakers of the earth. And we explore the idea today of living in the light, living as the light. In setting this powerful intention, we lift ourselves to new heights of awareness. And so as you feel ready, gently open your eyes and remain present, allowing yourself to drink in whatever it is that is here for you today. In the book of Matthew of the Christian Bible, Jesus tells us, you are indeed the light of the world. A city that is built upon a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lamp holder, so it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light thus shine before men, so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. When Jesus spoke of light in his analogies, he was speaking of a particular kind of light. He used the word phos, meaning the light of the sun 
radiant light, not the light of the moon, which is reflective light. The light that Jesus spoke of cannot be kindled. It's not reflecting light. It is the very emanation of light. It is self-existent. It is eternal. Let your light shine. We hear it so often it almost becomes a cliché. But we forget that for light to shine, something has to burn. Even the sun is burning. A candle is burning. A light bulb filament is burning. And for something to burn, there needs to be two things. There needs to be fuel, and there needs to be a spark. So if you're going to let your light shine, what is your fuel going to be? What is your spark going to be? In her book, The Sacred Yes, Reverend Deborah is in prayer, listening for the guidance of spirit. And this is what she hears. God says, just take all of that stuff you have and let it burn. People whose lights shine the brightest are the ones who burn the most. So what is the fuel that God's talking about? Well, she believes in her interpretation that God's talking about our stories. The ones that have been following us all of our lives. helping to determine who we think we are. You know, the stories of lack, of limitation, of unworthiness. The stories of how he or she or they done me wrong. Let go of the story. Lay it on the altar. Surrender it. Give it up. Write a new one. Put down the baggage. Don't let it smother you like the basket in Jesus' story smothers the light. Our stories are part of our human experiences, our relative truths. And there can definitely be a benefit to our stories. If you are someone who's had a lot of challenges in your life, a lot of things that you have lived through, if you've had some pretty dark nights of the soul and you've lived to tell about it, then you have what it takes to shine. You have fuel. You have gifts to share with the world. You've had the experiences that give you the ability to understand what people are going through. You have understanding, potentially. You have compassion. And you just might be able to help guide someone else through a similar situation or circumstance. 
But in order to be of true service, each of us must surrender to the light. We must not only take the things we would call bad that have happened in our lives, but also the good things as well, and surrender them to the light. For example, in order to be of true service as a minister, I must ask the highest wisdom that dwells within me to shine the light of truth on everything in my life. Everything in my life. So might there be some things revealed about me, about my personality, my beliefs, my opinions, or the way that I move through the world that are unpleasant for me to look at? Of course. Of course. That's the work. Burning away all that does not serve the whole in the highest way possible, in the purifying fires of prayer, meditation, devotion, study, and sacred service. This is the work of a prayer practitioner. This is the work of a minister. But it is also the work of anyone wanting to live a more awakened life. A more peaceful, contented, joy-filled life. A life that makes a positive impact on the world. I was walking down a lonely road Looking for a place to rest There was no escaping from this ache inside my chest Then I got down on my knees and begged for mercy I raised up my hands And I knew the answer Even as I asked the question of Just how much this love demands And it's everything Everything Nothing less than everything Everything is burnt. I will take these ashes and offer them up to you. Shiva, Shiva, Mahadeva, Mahadeva. Shiva, Shiva, Mahadeva, Mahadeva. I was walking down a lonely road Looking for a place to rest There was no escaping from this ache inside my chest 
I got down on my knees and begged for mercy. And I raised up my hands. And I knew the answer, even as I asked the question of just how much this love demands. And it's everything. Everything Nothing less than everything will do And when everything is burned I will take these ashes And offer them up to you Shiva, Shiva, Mahadeva, Mahadeva So we all go through times in life where people say things or behave in ways that feel hurtful to us. It's part of the human experience. So we can choose to dwell on these things if we choose to. It's up to us. But carrying that baggage will ultimately weigh us down and sap our energy. Instead, we can choose to let go of what doesn't serve us and concentrate on the present moment until we can find a level of peace and happiness in the present circumstances of our lives. We'll never be content because actually now is all we ever have. The more of your stuff that you let go of, and allow to be consumed in the eternal fire, the more you shine that light on every part of your life, the more clarity you have. And with clarity comes the ability to make good decisions. And with good choices and decisions comes joy and fulfillment and harmony. Do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> now this stuff, this baggage that I'm suggesting we all let go of, it all exists as part of every human life. No one is exempt. It's part of what makes up our relative truth, or what I would call our experience. Each of us has the fuel that's required to let our light shine. But it takes more than fuel for something to burn. It also takes a spark. This is where absolute truth comes in. On the level of spiritual truth, there is nothing to burn. There is no fuel. 
there's only spark, divine spark. There's nothing that you can do to make your flame of spiritual truth more powerful. You cannot increase the heat of its fire. It is not kindled by your human hands. It simply exists within you. It is that radiant light we talked about as we connected with one another in global community. So your job, my job, is just simply to recognize it, acknowledge it, and allow it to empower your human experience. Please hear what I'm saying here. This has nothing to do with your personality. Nothing to do with what you think about yourself or what others think about you. It has everything to do with how you walk in the world. The humility and poise that comes from allowing the divine spark to empower your human experience. That light will burn steady and bright if you allow that spark to shine through you. And as it burns steady and bright, it will create a space for others to discover their own light. In the words of Christian D. Larson, promise yourself to think well of yourself and to proclaim this fact to the world, not in loud words, but in great deeds. We get kind of wrapped up in that one sometimes. We're so excited about all of the wonderful things that we're doing in the world that we want to tell everyone about it. That's not how we shine our light. It's the great deeds, the quiet, humble deeds. Okay, so you have the fuel, you have the spark. Now, the real work begins. And it doesn't have to be hard work. Just consistent, dedicated work. And what is this work that we're engaging in? One by one, examine your beliefs. Examine each and every one of your qualities, your traits, your habits, your patterns. Be completely honest with yourself. And I say you, I'm shining this back at myself, of course. Take responsibility. Accept what you find. Keep the aspects of yourself that are currently serving you and others. Throw the rest into the flame of truth 
and watch as they burn, lighting your way to your next yet to be. And all the while, having faith that deep within you is the light of the divine, a light that can never go out. The ancient Hebrew Tanakh, the Old Testament of the Christian Bible, often uses the metaphor of a sacrificial fire, gifts to God being burned on the holy altar and their essence wafting up into heaven with the smoke. The animals being sacrificed represented the release of our lower animalistic or materialistic natures. The sacrificial offerings symbolize our false beliefs, our negative self-image, our disempowering stories about ourselves, all those ideas and emotions we entertain that obscure our true divine nature. This is not a holy barbecue, but a trash heap. It is not the smell that pleases God, but that we are purifying ourselves of all that is not divine. The word sacrifice simply means to make sacred. The metaphor reminds us that we are already holy, divine, avatars of spirit, the light of the world, and that we have allowed our divine light to be dimmed by our circumstance. As we peel off the layers of guilt, shame, fear, self-doubt, and add them to the holy fire, our inner light joins with its source and we shine brightly. Rabbi Yeshua of Nazareth referred to this as gathering the grain and burning the chaff. We keep what is working in our lives and throw the rest into the fire. Or better yet, throw it all into the fire because that which truly serves you is indestructible it is eternal it cannot be destroyed it is already part of the sacred flame take a moment now to think of the stories you tell yourself about yourself which ones are serving you which are not are there some that seem to serve you, but actually limit your divine expression? Which stories are true? Which are not? Which stories are you not sure about? As we enter the sacred silence, I invite you to bundle up all those stories and throw them on the altar, remembering that truth is indestructible. Let the holy fire burn and see what remains.
allowing the music to guide our awareness gently back to the here and now, to this place and time. Our hearts are filled with gratitude, grateful for the courage to release that which no longer serves us, grateful for the holy fire that consumes it, and for the divine light it sheds. Thank you, God, for everyone and everything. I invite you to know with me now that spirit is moving powerfully through each one of us and through our beloved community. Individually and collectively, we are a powerful spiritual influence on our world. As we evolve in consciousness, the benefits of our growth ripple out, blessing the entire world. Returning now to Reverend Diana's lesson, with open hearts and minds, we bask in the warmth of the sacred flame, in the glow of the holy light, expressing our true divine nature by living in the light, living as the light. What a beautiful meditation, Chris. Thank you. So once you have let go of those things that are not serving you, once you let it all burn as fuel for your next leg of the journey, there is a way to prevent any more junk from building up because we don't want to have to go through it over and over and over again. At least, I don't. So in his book, The Untethered Soul, Michael Singer calls it the path of unconditional happiness. I'd like to share a few quotes from the book. To begin with, you have to realize that you really only have one choice in this life. Do you want to be happy or do you not want to be happy? It's really that simple. Once you make that choice, your path through life becomes totally clear. If you keep it that simple, you will see that it really is under your control. It's just that you have a deep-seated set of preferences that gets in the way. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Another just saying that your mind may be reeling right now. Mine was when I first read that section. Spinning with all the reasons that this is not true, that it's not possible, that it's just that simple, that I can choose no matter what's happening to be happy. 
But after giving it some time and some deep reflection and self-honesty, I know that he's right. In every moment, no matter the circumstances, I can stand in my spiritual authority. I can choose that. And I can choose happiness. So where choosing a spiritual path is concerned, he says this, unconditional happiness is the highest technique there is. You don't have to learn Sanskrit or read any scriptures. You don't have to renounce the world. You just have to really mean it when you say you choose to be happy. And you have to mean it regardless of what happens. This is truly a spiritual path. And it is as direct and sure a path of awakening as could possibly exist. And I'd like to add that this path is not for sissies. Because, guess what? Things are going to happen to test you out, to test your resolve. And your habitual mind is going to want to get involved in the melodrama of whatever is happening. It's going to want to blame or pout or rationalize or judge or condemn or wallow. Just saying, my experience. <laughs> but your decision to choose happiness will have to take the upper hand. Now, I'm not suggesting, nor does Michael Singer, that we don't feel pain sometimes. It's a natural part of life, and it serves a purpose in our human existence only suggesting that we make a practice of feeling it and allowing it to move through us without creating a story around it or making a problem out of it. Because pain and joy or happiness, they coexist in the world. And they can coexist within us as well. It's the nature of being a spiritual being, having a human experience to know both joy and pain. The Dalai Lama has said that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And his life has given him plenty of painful circumstances. He simply chosen not to create additional stories or drama around his pain. So the invitation is this, make the choice to be happy, no matter what happens. Can you do it? Of course you can. You can accomplish anything you set your heart and mind on. And so now together we're going to anchor that, that deep knowing in prayer. I settle into my deeper knowing. I feel God's presence in this place. It shows itself as each one listening, as the words 
the music, the wisdom, as the prayer and the meditation. Here is what I know, that each one of us has been touched deeply today by something. That a seed of willingness has been planted in the hearts and the minds of each one listening. That each one of us remembers that happiness is a choice, no matter the circumstance. And in the midst of pain, we need not suffer. There's a blessing within each and every challenge. I hold to this truth, even when I'm not yet ready to have that blessing revealed. I know that as one by one, each of us chooses happiness. We're doing our part to create a love-soaked world. Together we envision a world completely transformed by all of the joyful, creative, and wholehearted action that we are expressing in the world, individually and collectively. We envision a world that is peaceful, joyful, abundant, and free, where all beings practice loving kindness. All beings care for our beautiful planet with respect and intention. We envision a world where all needs are met, where all beings have plenty of nourishing food, clean water, the safety of a warm and comfortable home, medical care, education, healthy relationships, right livelihood and creative contribution, and a sense of deep, deep belonging. A world in which every being is valued for its inherent goodness and light. Where the peace we cultivate within shows up as a world free of hatred, free of violence. We feel and know a world without greed, where there is abundance in simply having enough. Where every being as a precious creation of God is deserving of all of the blessings that life has to offer and receives those blessings willingly and gratefully with humanity serving as the vessels through which God's blessings flow there is no reason we cannot have such a world and so we know that it is taking form right here and now as we speak our powerful world word and hold this vision as we place our faith in the infallible givingness of our source and offer our heartfelt vision the world is changed right now in this instant and I give thanks we are living in the light of spirit 
And as we live in that light, we commit to living as the light. I am profoundly grateful for all who are here today in community and for the sacred service and other gifts that each one offers. Knowing the power of my prayer, I release my word to the loving and powerful presence that I call God. With absolute faith in its immediate action, I let it go, I call it done, and so it is. Amen. see what kind of world do I want to leave to my children's children now is the time to make up my mind yeah what kind of world is this gonna be what kind of world will be my legacy to the generation for all humankind, it's time to decide what kind of world. Will it be peaceful? Well, am I? Will it be joyful and kind? Will it be all those things a child so easily describes? Everybody have enough Will we speak in the language of love Somehow I'm suspecting It's all up to what you and I decide What kind of world do we want to have When given back to this precious place to every young face tell every boy and girl what kind of world Being that for 
this precious place for every young face. Tell every boy and girl what kind of world. Oh, oh, oh. Tell every boy and girl what kind of world. What kind of world are we going to create? It is up to us. So each Sunday we invite you to join in the celebration of the work that we're doing by contributing of your financial good to Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. And if you're at home, which everyone but us is today, you can go to our website, mysticheart.org, and find a donate button. You can find our mailing address as well. We have a new P.O. box. Be sure to use that one. And um, we also have a gracious giving program. If you would like to help us in our budgeting by committing a certain amount each month to Mystic Heart. So as we move into this time of giving, know that there is no space and no time in spirit. And so we are one feeling the power of the words of our affirmation for this offering. Know that as we look at this affirmation together, know how very much we do appreciate every gift. So as I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I offer this gift freely in a spirit of love, blessing and sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world. It blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance. And so it is. Amen. And in the spirit of the Zoom reunion, Please enjoy Let Your Light Shine by Kebmo and the Virtual Choir. Step aside and let your light shine. Your love show is a short ride down a long road. When the rains come, the winds blow, let your light shine get over what are you gonna do watch the world go by in a corner all alone and I know it's none of my business but there's something I need to say you could see 
Just recognizing the beauty of that light. 
knowing that everyone already has that radiant light within them and as them, expressing as spirit. I simply receive and accept your treasure, time, and talent, your gifts that you share with the world by sharing that with our beloved community. I simply say thank you. And together we say, and so it is. So I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to remind you that if you do have a prayer request that you can get online and you can make use of our prayer wall to request prayer or you can fill out a prayer card online and that will go directly, uh, come in directly to us and we'll send that out to our prayer practitioners. And stuff will happen. And stuff will happen. Fuel will burn. <laughs> May your soul always find what it's looking for. May your heart always lead the way. May you live in peace and harmony. And may love always fill your day. May your path be strewn with happiness. May success find you Rock it out. Don't forget that our love is with you all through the world. Hold together hand in hand. We see the light. We take a stand. And we are changing. A whole new life for you and me. Take your mouth and set it free. And share this blessing. Love me. Sunday, and we'll see you again soon. Many blessings. <laughs>